Welcome to Zichru Dafsi Man Member by Ram Goldhar and today Maseka is getting the fourth parakashaleach. The Zichru Maseka's Gittin program has been generously sponsored by Zichru Nishmas Chaya Hadas Basender. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Mishan Davlamid Dalad Amid Besa Tad. That witnesses sign on a get for Tikkun Olam. The Gemara objects, the Raisahu, it's a biblical requirement to sign all documents. As it says, Vakasu Besefer Vachatum, and write in the document and sign. Two answers are offered. Rabbi answers that the town is Rebolazar who holds Adi Masirikarti, and signatures are never biblically required, and the Pasik is only giving advice. The rabbis instituted that witnesses sign a get, the Zimni de Maisi because sometimes the witnesses to delivery will die. Inami Zimni de Azgam or sometimes they'll travel abroad, leaving her unable to prove she was divorced. Signing the get provides her with proof of divorce. Rabbi Yosef says that the Tana can be Rabbi Meir, who requires signing biblically. Still, this biblical requirement is satisfied without writing their names. And they decreed that Adim should write their names when signing Gittin. Abraisa teaches that witnesses originally only wrote Ani Pony Chasamti Eid, I Pony signed as a witness, which satisfied the biblical signing requirement according to Rimmerer, but posed a challenge to confirm the witnesses' handwriting until they decreed that witnesses must sign their names in order to simplify confirmation by knowing the identity of the witnesses. Pointing to a mission teaches the background of Hillel Zakin's enacting Prusbol. He saw that the people resisted lending each other, fearing that the loan would be cancelled by Shemitah and thus violated the commandment. Beware lest there be an evil thought in your heart, saying that Shemitah is near and therefore not lend money. Ahmad Vihiskin Prusbol. He therefore arose and instituted Prusbol, which the mission describes as submitting his documents to Bezdin to collect the loan for him. The Gemara asks, if Shemitah absolves the loan with the Raisa, how can the rabbis decree that it does not? Abayah answers that Hillel holds that nowadays and in his time, Shemitah does not absolve loans biblically, since a different law of Shemitah does not apply, namely the law of Shemitah's Karka, relinquishing land from farming. Although the rabbis decreed that loans are canceled by Shemitah as a reminder of the law of Shemitah, Hillel instituted that through the method of Prusbol, they are not canceled. And pointing with you, Rabbi answers that Prusbol is effective even according to the opinion that Shemitah nowadays cancel loans biblically because Hefker based in Hefker, what based in declares ownerless, is actually ownerless. Thus, Basin can collect a loan that was biblically canceled by declaring the borrower's property ownerless. Rabbi Yitzhak provided a source for this principle from Ezra's declaring that all returning exiles who would not come to Yushalayim within three days when he would compel them to send away their Gentile wives, their property would be confiscated. Rabbi Yitzhak gave a different source. These are the inheritances given by Elazar the Kohen, Yeshua ben Nun, and the heads of the father's families. Since the meaning of fathers in this context is tribes, why are they called fathers? This teaches just as fathers may bequeath what they wish to their children and may divide his estate among his children as he pleases, so to the leaders may apportion whatever they wish to the people. So we see that the leaders are empowered to assign the people's property. So once again, the three points are number one, the Mishnah Dav Lamed Dalad taught that witnesses sign on a get for Tikkun Olam. The Gemara objects, Doraisahu, it's a biblical requirement to sign all documents, as it says, Vakasu Besefer Vachatum, and write in the document and sign. Two answers are offered. Rabbi answers that the Tana is Rebolazar, who holds Adi Masirikarti, and signatures are never biblically required, and the Pasik is only giving advice. The rabbis instituted that witnesses sign a get, the Zimni de Maisi because sometimes the witnesses to delivery will die. Inami Zimni de Azgam 
or sometimes he'll travel abroad, leaving her unable to prove she was divorced. Sign the get provides her with proof of divorce. Rav Yosef says that the Tana can be Rabbi Meir, who requires signing biblically. Still, this biblical requirement is satisfied without writing their names. And they decreed that Adim should write their names when signing Gittin. Abraisa teaches that witnesses originally only wrote Ani Pony Chasamti Eid, I Pony signed as a witness, which satisfied the biblical signing requirement according to Rimmerer, but posed a challenge to confirm the witnesses' handwriting until they decreed that witnesses must sign their names in order to simplify confirmation by knowing the identity of the witnesses. Pointing to a mission teaches the background of Hillel Zakin's enacting Prusbol. He saw that the people resisted lending each other, fearing that the loan would be cancelled by Shemitah and thus violated the commandment. Beware lest there be an evil thought in your heart, saying that Shemitah is near and therefore not lend money. He therefore arose and instituted Prusbol, which the mission describes as submitting his documents to Basin to collect the loan for him. The Gemara asks, if Shemitah absolves the loan with the Raisa, how can the rabbis decree that it does not? Abayah answers that Hillel holds that nowadays and in his time, Shemitah does not absolve loans biblically, since a different law of Shemitah does not apply, namely the law of Shemitah's Karka, relinquishing land from farming. Although the rabbis decreed that loans are canceled by Shemitah as a reminder of the law of Shemitah, Hillel instituted that through the method of Prusbol, they are not canceled. And pointing with you, Rabbi answers that Prusbol is effective even according to the opinion that Shemitah nowadays cancel loans biblically because Hefker based in Hefker, what based in declares ownerless is actually ownerless. Thus, Basin can collect a loan that was biblically canceled by declaring the borrower's property ownerless. Rabbi Yitzhak provided a source for this principle from Ezra's declaring that all returning exiles who would not come to Yushalayim within three days when he would compel them to send away their Gentile wives, their property would be confiscated. Rabbi Yitzhak gave a different source. These are the inheritances given by Elazar the Kohen, Yeshua ben Nun, and the heads of the father's families. Since the meaning of fathers in this context is tribes, why are they called fathers? This teaches just as fathers may bequeath what they wish to their children and may divide his estate among his children as he pleases, so to the leaders may apportion whatever they wish to the people. So we see that the leaders are empowered to assign the people's property. All right, so now we go to Simon Davalamid Vav, and our standard Simon is a lulav, a lulav. So here goes. The two witnesses who proudly use large exotic green quills that look like lulavim to sign on a get because of tikkun olam and then use them to fill in their prus bowls were shocked and dismayed when they heard based and declare them hefker, making them hefker. Once again, it's emotion. The two witnesses who proudly use large exotic green quills that look like lulavim, lulavim, that must be round off. Lamed vav, lulav. The two witnesses who proudly use large exotic green quills that looked like lulavim to sign on a get because of tikkun olam, which reminds us, the Mishan Daf Lamed Dalad on the base of taught that aiding sign on a get for tikkun olam. The Gemara objects that it's a derisive requirement to sign all documents. Rabbi answers that the times Rabbi Lazar holds Edi Masiri Karti and signatures are never biblically required and the Pasuk's only giving advice. The rabbis instituted that Edim sign on a get because sometimes the Edim to delivery will die or sometimes they'll travel abroad leaving her unable to prove she was divorced. Signing the get provides her with proof of divorce. Rabbi Yosef says that the Tanakh can be Rabbi Meir who requires signing biblically. Still, this derisive requirement is satisfied without writing their names and they decree that witnesses should write their names when signing Gittin. So, the two witnesses who proudly use large exotic green quills that looked like a loving to sign on a get because of Tikkun Olam and then use them to fill in their proofs 
Prusbols, which reminds us, a Mishnah teaches the background of Hillel Zakin's enacting Prusbol. He saw that people resisted lending each other, fearing that the loan would be canceled by Shemitah and thus violated the commandment of refraining to lend money. So the two witnesses who probably used large exotic green quills that looked like Ulavim to sign on a get because of Tikkun Olam and then use them to fill in their Prusbols were shocked and dismayed when they heard Basin declare them Hefker, making them Hefker, which reminds us, Rav explains that Prusbol is effective even according to the opinion that Shemitah nowadays cancel loans because biblically, Hefker Basin Hefker. What Basin declares onerous is actually onerous. Two different sources for Hefker Basin Hefker are brought. So once again, the two witnesses who proudly used large exotic green quills that looked like loving to sign on a get because of Tikkun Olam and then use them to fill in their Prusbols were shocked and dismayed when they heard Basin declare them Hefker, making them Hefker. Alright, so now it's time for four blah blah chazar. Daflam and base. So the similar Daflam and base is a lab. So here goes. The scientists at the Green Gittin Delivery Lab. Lab? That must be on Daf. Lamed Beis. The scientist at the Green Gittin Delivery Lab, observing a husband tell his wife he is voiding the get he sent her before it arrives, which reminds us, the fourth peg begins, HaShaliach, get Le'ishta, one who sends a get to his wife with the Shaliach, and he met the Shaliach or sent another Shaliach after him, and he said to him, Batulhu, the get which I gave you is void, or is a batul, it's void. Similarly, if he met his wife or sent the Shaliach to her and told her the get is batul before it reached her, it is void. So the scientist at the Green Gittin Delivery Lab, observing a husband tell his wife, He's voiding the get he sent her before it arrives. Gave the man a green check when he said batohu instead of pasohu, which reminds us it was taught in price. If one says batohu iivshibo, it is void or I do not want it. The rabbi kayamim, his words are effective and the get is void. Pasohu eno get lomarklum. But if he said it's invalid or it's not a get, he has said nothing. The former expressions declare the get void henceforth, whereas the latter are describing the get as invalid, which it is not. The more clarifies that the word batal can also mean something was void instead of becoming void. It all depends on context. So the scientist at the Green Gittin Delivery Lab, observing a husband tell his wife he is voiding the get he sent her before it arrives, gave the man a green check when he said batalhu instead of pasalhu, and congratulated him on attaining a high score when he used the get again to divorce her since he only voided the shlichus, which was verbal and not the get, which was written, which reminds us. The Gemara asks, Chozu Umagarjbo or Eno Chozu Umagarjbo? Can he again divorce with the get, or can he not again divorce with it? Rush explains the question to be whether the get itself was voided and is unusable, or merely the shliach was voided and the get is still valid. The Halacha accords with the Rav Nachman, who said he can use the get again. Although the husband successfully voided the shlichus, which was a mere verbal appointment, he did not void the get since it was created through an act of writing. Daf Lamed Gimel. So the similar Daf Lamed Gimel is a peg leg pirate. So here goes. And the pirate with the green peg leg, a peg leg pirate? That must be more on Daf Lamed Gimel. The pirate with the green peg leg, who was told by the captive basin that he was only permitted to void his wife's get in her presence because of Tikkun Olam and the problem of Mamzerim, which reminds us, we have Machokas whether Ram Gamliel is Tikkun Olam, that one cannot void a get except in the presence of the wife or Shaleach, was out of concern of Mamzerim or Agunos. So the pirate with the green peg leg who was told by the captive basin that he was only permitted to void his wife's get in her presence because of Tikkun Olam and the problem of Mamzerim and then grew impatient and was about to be mavatal the get in their presence in violation of their decree which reminds us it was taught in a Bryce Rebbe says batal mavuto if the husband void the get before a basin and not in his wife's or Shliach's presence in violation of the decree it is voided. Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says the get isn't voided for if it is what good is the power of 
basin whose decree can be ignored. The one one is how a get, which, biblically speaking, has been voided, can possibly affect a divorce based on a rabbinical decree declaring it valid. It explains, called the Mekadosh, a to the Rabbana Mekadosh, whoever marries, marries according to the rabbi's will, that is, it's made conditionally to conform with rabbinical law. Lafkin Rabbanu Kedushimine and the rabbis to enforce their decree uproot the marriage retroactively. So, the pirate with the green pegleg who was told by the captive basin that he was only permitted to void his wife's get in her presence because of Tikkun Olam and the problem of Mamzerim, and then grew impatient and was about to be mavatal to get in their presence in violation of their decree, was informed that since he asked Ten Shluchim to write and sign the get, even if he had done it in the presence of the two that wrote the get, he couldn't be mavatal. Unless they're all present, which reminds us, it was taught in a bright that one who said to ten people, write a get for my wife, where any of them can write it and any two of them can sign it. Rabbi says, He's able to void the authority of some of them in the absence of the others. Rabbi Shimon Gamaliel says he cannot void any shuliach unless they're all present. Two explanations of the Malchokas are given. So the is a ladder. So here goes. The adult orphan sitting on green ladders. Ladders? That must be more duff. The adult orphans sitting on green ladders protesting how their apotropsim had divided up their father's estate, which reminds us Shmuel said that Yasomim who are minors who come to divide their father's estate, based in a point in apotropis for each of them who choose a favorable portion for them. Shmuel concluded when they become adults they can protest the original settlement and demand a new division. Rav Nachman says they cannot deem can makoch basin yafet, for if they can, what good is the power of basin? Rav Nachman is concerned here with protecting the power of basin because in the case of orphans it's a monetary matter, Basin's power is absolute because of Hefker Basin Hefker. So the adult orphans sitting on green ladders protesting how their apotropsing had divided up their father's estate heard a man down below express relief when the shliach returned with his wife's get because she said to come the next day. Which reminds the Gemara the Gidu Bari sent a get to his wife with the shliach. His wife told the shliach to come back the next day and when the shliach reported this to Gidu, he exclaimed, Baruch HaTov Bahametiv, blessed is he who is good and does good. Abai said that although he demonstrated his relief that the get was not delivered, the get is not void and the shliach may give the get. Rav said the get is void. The Gemara explains that Abayo holds Gilead to begin to love Milsi, a show of intent is not significant enough to void a get, and Rav holds it is. So the adult orphan sitting on green ladders protesting how their apotropsim had divided up their father's estate, heard a man down below express relief when his shaliach returned with his wife's get because she said to come the next day, and saw that the get would have been valid because it included all five of the man's name, which reminds us Roman Gamil Hazakin decree that one must write Plony and every name that he has and do the same for his wife as well as their cities. The decree was Mipnei Tikno Olam for societal benefit because people who know one of the parties by a different name will think she's not divorced and their subsequent children are Mumzarim. Dathlamid Hay, so the symbol for Dathlamid Hay is a children's choir singing la la la. So here goes. After the cute little children's choir, children's choir, that must be more Daf Lamid Hay, a children's choir singing la la la. After the cute little children's choir in the green outfit sang the Wild Manas Don't Swear song while reenacting the accidental baking of a gold dinner and bread and the sudden death of a child, which reminds us on the previous stuff the Mishnah taught the basin refrained from allowing an almana to swear before collecting a ksuba that it wasn't repaid until Ram Gamliel decreed that the almana vows whatever the Yisomim wish and collects a ksuba. The Gemara relates the incident that led to this. A man once deposited a gold dinner with an almana who later accidentally baked it into bread and gave it to a poor person. When she couldn't find it, she swore to the lender that one of her children should die if she benefited at all from it, and subsequently, a child died. The more explains that an almana who toils to care for the orphans is more likely to rationalize swearing falsely that she is not collected, feeling entitled to payment for her efforts. So, 
After the cute little children's choir in their green outfits sang the Wild Manas Don't Swear song while reenacting the accidental baking of a gold dinner and bread and the sudden death of a child, a boy sang a solo pretending to be a remarried Almana vowing to the orphans to collect her ksuba, which reminds us, Rapuna says, that an Almana vows to the Yosomim only if she is not remarried, but if she remarried, we do not have her vow, and she cannot cut her ksuba. The vow does not prove anything because her second husband can revoke it, as opposed to a vow before marriage, which she cannot revoke. Rav Nachman argues and says, she may vow to collect even after she's remarried because the vow is made publicly in front of ten people and he holds that a netter made publicly cannot be revoked by the husband. So, after the cute little children's choir in their green outfits sang the Wild Manas Don't Swear song while reenacting the accidental baking of a gold dinner and bread and the sudden death of a child, a boy sang a soul pretending to be a remarried Almana vowing to the orphans to collect her ksuba, who then details all the circumstances of the netter to get a heter from a chokhem, which reminds us we machokas one must detail a netter for a chokhem setter. On one hand, sometimes the person might cut out some of the details of his account and the heter will be invalid. On the other hand, Rapapa says one must detail his netter to a chokhem the isura, because a netter may have been to prevent a prohibited matter, such as our case of potential theft. It's therefore critical that the chokhem is informed about the cause of the netter. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of ten questions. Number one. Which that the one Rabbi Gamaliel was matakin, that all the husbands and wives' names should be written in the that's on Duff. I'm a dog. Good number two. Which stuff do we have a mochok? Because if the husband voided the get in front of Basin and not in his wife's presence, whether the get is bottle, that's on Duff. I'm a gimel. Good number three. Which stuff do the incident of the Almana swearing that led to Basin refraining from making a widow swear before collecting her ksuba? That's on Duff. I'm hey. Good number four. Which stuff do we have two different sources brought for the concept of Hefker based in Hefker? That's on Dov. Ahmed Vav. Good number five. Which stuff do we have? If the husband says Batalhu, the get is void. But if he says it is Puzzle, he has said nothing. That's on Dov. Ahmed Bays. Good number six. Which stuff are two different reasons given as to why Adim sign on a get for Tikkun Olam? That's on Dov. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have a machokas if an almana can vow to collect after she remarries? That's on duff. Good number eight. Which stuff do we have in the background behind Hila Hazakin's enactment of Prus Bowl? That's on duff. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have a machokas whether Gilead died to Begitta Milsahi, a show of intent to avoid a get is enough to avoid a get? That's on duff. Amadal, good. And number 10. Which stuff do we have one lost produce set aside to separate Truma Meiser for other produce? If he doesn't know when it was lost, he must be Choshesh. Me'isla Ace, that's on Dov. Amadal, excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgold from Zichu, wishing you a great day and great learning.